0: Hey guys, this is Kevin Owens. Uh, make sure to listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. Take it easy, guys. Maybe I'll end up on your show one day. Who knows? But if I do, I'll probably end up taking the whole thing over and then it won't really be your show anymore. So maybe it's not a good idea. Who knows? We'll see how that works out. Wrestling
1: POV you, content Some your discretion is Wrestling POV you, content Some your discretion is bite.
0: POV podcast, wrestling. POV podcast. That is 220 episode 220. Rick. Yeah. 220. I'm happy. That. Yeah. That's a long time, yeah, you know. And, and the thing of it is, we I, I love yeah, it. It, and the thing of it is, we have more episodes than uh, keeping it 100 with Conan and Disco. <laughs> they just reached their 200th episode, yeah. They, they and, and and it's funny because yeah, I, I listen to Man, and it's funny though, because they, um, for their 200th episode, they did kind of like what we did, the, you know, the, like wrestlers chimed in on their, on theirs, but they didn't have m- as much as we did though.
1: That's because they listened to our show. I, that's what it is. Yeah, of course, course that's not. what No, they didn't have Kevin Owens. Of
0: course that's what it is. <laughs>
1: <Exactly>. <laughs> they didn't. They had, I, mean, I think they and, had and, Eric and, Bischoff, listen, I the, think. The,
0: the, I could be wrong, but, but what?
1: I mean, we could get Eric Bischoff if we wanted yeah. to. We just no. didn't want to. That's
0: no, that, the and it is. That's the, <laughs> we just didn't feel like it at the time. So maybe on our 300s, we'll get Eric
1: Bischoff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a lot. I mean,
1: but, but Eric, if you want to come on 221. Yeah, hey.
0: <laughs> By all means, uh, hit us up. Email us. Shoot us a text on WhatsApp.
1: But, but the world deceives. seems... The world seems you, to be getting better. It does. I, mean, I hear birds chirping. The yeah. flowers are blooming. Um,
0: today schools
1: are closed for the rest of, of the year, year. Yeah,
0: yeah. A lot of seniors. Now, let yeah. me ask you a question, Rick. If you were in high school, yes. would this would this really affect you? You know, I mean, I
1: mean, <laughs> as a kid, probably. Yeah. But as an adult, I'm like, not, now, now,
0: mind you, Screw mind you, that. this is the year you graduate. You know. And you want yeah, you want the cap and you, yeah. gown moment. You want the, uh, you know, the whole graduation experience, the prom, the prom and moment. everything else. Yeah, that yeah. sucks. But hey, you know, they opened up Texas though, which is only forty five minutes Jeez. from me. Um, and it's funny because the uh, the mayor of New Mexico, um, was it the mayor or the governor? This one one of them two jabronis. They um, there was saying that uh, they were advising us to not travel to to Texas to go shopping. (laughs)
1: I'm
0: like, you know, I'm like, seriously, like I said, Texas is literally 45 minutes away. You know what I'm saying? Um, El Paso, El Paso, Texas, you know, and we're a border town. You know, El Paso is the border town. Juarez is right there. You know, I, I was stationed in Fort Bliss, Texas, El Paso. Many years ago, and uh, you can literally spit, and Juarez and is right there, you know? So, <laughs> it's like, the, I tell you, the border security, though, it's like they they shut it shut it down. They're not allowing people in and not allowing people to, you know, leave. Um, well, to, I think to go back in, they, they are, I think. I'm not sure. I could be wrong. But anyway, it
1: just— I mean, they always said the brightest bulbs, bright brightest in Texas.
0: Yes, Yes, sure. I'll go with that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but
0: but here's the thing, though, and and I'm glad we're talking about this whole coronavirus thing going on. Um, you know, with some states opening up, is this going to be the window for pro wrestling to start doing shows? You know, if I mean, they it's and if possible. they are and if they are. Is it gonna be every other seat? Are they still gonna do social distancing? Is it even gonna look right? You know, for me, honestly, I think hey, if, if they start doing live shows, so be it. Fine, I love it when the crowd's there. It's, it's the energy. It's more. It's 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 more exciting with fans. So I mean, that's why I brought it up. So yeah, what do you I think?
1: Mean, my take on it is let's just drag this out a little bit longer. Because how much longer? I mean, as long as it takes. Because the problem is, if we continue, if we come back too soon, we're gonna regenerate and start it all over again. It could happen. It's gonna get extended. So, um, I I want to be on the safe side of things and just probably wait a little bit longer,
0: maybe three months more. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, our hot tech news, um, I got some things to, in relevance to what we're talking about now. So I'm going to save some of my comments for that. But um, I don't know, man. I mean, like, I can see Vince's greedy ass. Like, wait, well, of course. Texas Texas is open? <gasps> I got to do shows now, you know? We're going because... to
1: Cowboy Stadium, guys.
0: <laughs> exactly. But my, my thing is, like, especially with Vince, you know, it's like, it's... It's making me mad because obviously I know you're going to talk about this in your room and your news, but he didn't wear cuts. And there's one particular cut I think he should make, which I will reserve again for when we talk about it in that segment. And you're going to be like, you got to be kidding me. Why is this person still there? Um, if they're cutting the, all these other people, but either way, anyway, uh, Miguel Cole, where is he?
1: Is I'm he never, here. I, I, I'm just waiting for you guys to stop talking so I get a chance.
0: Jesus! Oh my goodness, Jesus Christ! Well, I just want to know if you were there or not. I'm new, here. A whole I'm new always thing here. That we're doing. All right. It's all a little right. different. Yeah, Rick Toronto, and of course, it's a little weird. Yes, I know, I know, but it's, it's, we're trying to change shit up. And uh, I am your host, Tony Diaz, and uh, we got a new tournament. Also, the uh, the carpenters of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I know, Rick, you had a hard time with this one. <laughs> yeah, it was a little,
1: just a little bit difficult.
0: Just a little difficult. Yes, it was. And speaking of tournaments, uh, let's just go straight on to our Facebook polls and hater comments and comments of the week. Uh, last week, we did the uh, tag team tournament, which uh, Legion of Doom won. Um, yeah, what uh, a rush. And, and you know what? I knew... I knew we were going to get some comments. I knew we were going to get some backlash, and of course we did. Uh, Josh Sanders, he says, Steiner's over E&C? Come on, no way. Uh, most today's wrestling fans don't even know the other Steiner's brother's name. Is there a pay-per-view named after them? Who has held belts in the WWE the most? So, Rick, <laughs> you know, you you and Josh has this ongoing battle, and... Uh, I knew this was going to come up because Edge was involved in this. So Of course,
1: yeah. So what are your thoughts you know what on this uh, Me and Josh went back and forth on the comment section. And the thing is, uh, Josh prides himself on championships. It's all about championships for him. And I'm trying to explain right. to him that mm-hmm. even though Edge and Christian have a lot of championships as a tag team, The Steiner Brothers had titles all around the world. And they have been in Japan. They went to Mexico, everywhere. They've wrestled. Everybody knows who the Steiner Brothers are. Maybe nowadays people don't know who Rick Steiner is. But once upon a time, the Steiner Brothers were on top of the wrestling world. And not to mention, Edge never left WWE. And for me... I'd rather have that workhorse that actually, like, look at Jericho. It's always comebacks to Jericho. Jericho wrestled all around the world and developed new styles. You know what I'm saying? And and for me, that that, that builds up your resume. I get it. WWE is the cat's meow. But being in WWE your whole career and not getting a taste of what Japan is like, what Puerto Rico is like, what Mexico, what Germany is like, it, it just doesn't feel right for me. And I've read a lot of these books about guys that work Canada and stuff like that. It's it's a it's a hell of an experience and it sounds interesting. But like for me, just to be in WWE your whole career doesn't mean that you're the best because that's because Zach Ryan has spent his whole career in WWE and uh, (laughs) he's not the best.
0: (laughs) But at the same time, though, you know, everybody's ultimate goal is to be in WWE, you know absolutely so, yes you know that's 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 the main goal for everybody and and why is that it, because there everybody knows somebody in WWE you know even even yeah. the per, even a per you go to a person that does not know nothing about WWE and you ask them to name at least one wrestler they will either it's the undertaker yeah. or or um, John, Cena, John Cena you know
1: yep.
0: they they will name at least one of those two number one. You know, so even the least fans, like if you tell them, all right, name me one wrestler from New Japan, you know, they ain't going to do it because they won't know anybody, (laughs) you know, same thing with Ring of Honor, you know, nothing against. And it's nothing against those other promotions, but, you know, that same time, you know, a lot of people, you know, and, and the thing is, like with the recent releases that these guys did, EC3, I'll throw this out there, you know, was he really known in outside of WWE? Not really, wow. you know, in TNA, he played um, Dixie Carter's son, you know, wait, he did, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. and Dick Carter the third. So, you know, it, yeah, so, you know, it's, it's like, you know, does, you know, when he went to WWE, well, granted, his run wasn't that good, but at least it's on his resume and he was there he had TV time. He fought against Dean Ambrose. You know, I mean, was it the greatest run? No, it absolutely was not. But if he falls off the off the rafters, if he falls off the grid, if he falls off the books, whatever it is that happens to him, he can always say, yeah, I made it to WWE, regardless of what happened. You know, whether if it was successful or not. I'd rather have it successful, but, you know, Oh, what you do in WWE? Well, I did fight against Dean Ambrose. And everybody knows who Dean Ambrose is now. You know, so. You know, it depends. It really does depend. But I agree with your point, though. I really do. Um, Tom, TJ. From uh, Wrestling POV Global, he says thought Steiner's over Edge and Christian was the right choice, but Bulldogs were the better team over the Heart, Heart Foundation. See,
1: so, uh, that's why right. she's Canadian. Jeremy nah. Hillicker. <laughs>
0: that's good, exactly <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jeremy Hillicker. He says should have been Powers of Pain versus Brothers If Destruction. Um, I know he was getting that with that, but
1: um, no. hell no. no, that's a terrible. Hell choice. no, terrible. No. No,
0: like nothing against powers of pain, you know. There was supposed to be like a revamped version of LOD, you know. But no, what are you, what are you crazy? Uh John Paul, he says you lost at the USOs. Yeah, the brothers' of
1: destruction are not. Better. They weren't
0: great either. Yeah. Um, John Paul, he says uh, you lost at the USOs. No, we. Do. I think the USOs they did fairly well. They made it to, like, what, the third round?
1: Yeah, they deserved it.
0: You know, that's that's appropriate. Yep. And to go up against LOD, you know, come on, man. Jesus Christ. And then, of course, Freddie Bot he posted a GIF of the Mega Powers. Didn't I tell you that somebody was going to put the Mega Powers on there? <laughs> I knew that shit was going to happen. Yep. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh Josh Claypool, he says, Absol- absolutely no love for the new tag teams. Well, they got to do something.
1: <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, because the tag team divisions nowadays, and I this really hit me when he said that because it's just like when you look at it, there were no new tag teams that were past like the second round because it's well, just, the Usos uh, aside from the Usos, but th- I, I think mean, that was I think yeah, I mean aside from I that, I think there
0: was still the right call. You know how we did the bracket.
1: I no, I agree. I agree. But that's just that just shows you that. Tag team wrestling is not considered a top notch right. for wrestling in, in today's world. I, I mean, revival tried to bring it yeah, back. Yeah, no, it just I
0: didn't agree work. with you. I agree with you. But um, it's just I don't know. I just think it was the right call. And plus, going up against some of these legends, you know, it's it, this is a fantasy tournament. You know, this isn't real. You know, I mean, this is a fantasy tournament, and you know, it's like it, it like it's still the talk today. You know, who was better, LeBron or Jordan, (laughs) you know? I mean, I know it's a whole different topic, but, you know, in my eyes, in my opinion, Jordan. You know, Jordan 10 times better than LeBron will ever be. You know what I'm saying? Um, And there's plenty of reasons why. You know, some people out there will say LeBron, you know? Okay. You know, LeBron's like the newer generation, you know? MJ was the older generation, you know, Um, and you think of the feuds they had with uh, Detroit and and Boston, you know, and even New York was involved in that, you know, with Michael Jordan. Um, Everybody wanted to stop Michael Jordan. (laughs) That was the biggest thing, you know, I don't hear anybody now saying we got to stop LeBron, you know, LeBron's got to win with, you know, other great players around him. So that's why, you know, in my opinion, He's not Michael. Michael did it with without big stars, you know? So, anyway, like I said, that's a whole different subject. But, uh, you know, I just thought this bracket, this tournament that we did, I thought it was right. It was the right call, you know? I mean, you can't tell me right now that the Young Bucks are a better tag team than, like, LOD. You can't tell me that. You know,
1: no, definitely, it's not. not even close. We got it right. We got you it. You know, right.
0: so with everybody, you know, you, use your goddamn head. All right, uh, uh, another Facebook poll that we did. I just posted this because you know they've been using these guys a lot lately, and I don't got a problem with it because they they've been throwing some good matches, which is Selena Vega, Angel Garza, Austin Theory, and Andrade. Uh, I just said. Name the stable. <laughs> um I knew going into this, Rick, that I, there was gonna be some racist motherfuckers out there and they were. You know, it's like
1: Yeah, you, yeah. seriously
0: people, you know. The number one you wouldn't say to the none of those guys is face, you know. So why are you gonna do it on why are you not. gonna be a keyboard warrior? You know? For what? But uh, yeah,
1: it it really pissed me off seeing a lot of these comments. It was just like, for me, it's like, I feel like Latinos, they get get treated so differently. They do. You know, Uh, I feel like if this was an African-American stable, they They wouldn't get get these these comments. comments. Now, there are people out there that would put out, but uh, I Mm -hmm. feel like. They think, oh, if they talk bad about uh, Latinx people, that it's just, yeah, it's okay, that they're not, nothing's yeah. gonna happen. Like this is not gonna be considered yeah. racist, and, and
0: it anything. is though.
1: Um, <laughs> you're wrong. You're wrong. You're
0: absolutely wrong. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely
1: because wrong. Um, it's, it's, I didn't appreciate. it. Yeah, and, and, and I'm lot not gonna read them. And, so and, um, you know,
0: so if if you, if so, yeah. the people out there want to look at them, go to the page and look. Because I'm not gonna read them on here. Because um, I thought it was just distasteful. You know. Um, now, there was a lot of good comments, you know, and, and there's one in particular yeah. that a lot of people said. And I was just like, all righty. Um, Josh, he said, uh, oops, I almost emailed him. Uh, he said, call them uh, lo- Los Desperados, which I like that one. Uh, and then, cool. also, of course, he also he said Garza looks like Colin Farrell. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He, actually he, he does. Uh Char- uh Charlie Lovelace, he said, just what it is, Zelina's army. Z stable, Z three amigos, rampage. Haha, can't see us. Uh, that's stupid. Uh Josh Johnson, he says the Latinonic <laughs> tides. Okay. Ben Benji Hernandez, he says the the Darthrakies. <laughs> that's a Game of Thrones reference. Um <laughs> let me see it. I'm trying to weed out the the inappropriateness of some of these. Yeah. The racism. There's a lot of them <laughs> stupid, you know? It's like, come on.
1: You know, and I, and I knew you that, that. I'm going to give out my pick. For, for me, um, I want to stay away from the whole Latin stuff and Spanish. I want to stay away from the Latin names and Spanish names because we don't need to identify a team by their nationality. Yeah. So for me, I, I I look at it as Destiny is a good name. Mm-hmm. I think because uh, uh, Del Rio always used to reference destiny, yeah. right? This, this yeah. is my destiny. Yeah. So destiny is, is a good name. name. Uh, Dynasty, I think, yeah. is a good name. Um, I, and I would go with those two. Yeah.
0: But this, two? this one, I mean, I've been seeing a, ro- a lot. Okay, I'm probably going to butcher this. My 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 Latinism is not that great. Ingobernables. In, it, it means the ungovernables. Um, I've seen that a lot. Is that like something that's been out there? Yeah. What?
1: I mean I haven't heard of it, but I've seen a lot of the comments yeah. about it.
0: Ungovernables. I mean,
1: yeah, you can't control them. I can see that. I can see it. It's difficult to say, yeah. so I don't see yeah. them saying that. I it think they the would go with, with the
0: English version of it. Ungovernables. Um, they have yeah. a problem saying Hijo de Del Fantasma on NXT, I hear, you know, so yeah. uh John O'Connor, he says boring. Okay, maybe you're boring. It makes makes no sense sense at all. But then David uh, Velez, he posted a comment of uh, Jamie Kennedy saying, don't be (laughs) hating. Yeah, again, with the ungovernables, um, there's a lot of them there. Uh, LWO 2.0, no, that won't happen. Uh, The pandemic, no, it's pretty stupid. Um, Yeah, so stupid. A lot of these were dumb. Um, some were creative which well I will give but some was just so dumb um, again with the ungovernables a lot of them was the ungovernables um, but what what uh, what's funny to me is the simple fact that they they're trying to give them a Latin name it's like they don't have to have a Latin yeah, name yeah you know like you just said yep. you know uh, just stay away from that uh, team Vega was one Uh this one was just stupid. Three men and a little lady. <laughs> Dumb. Uh, this one was interesting, though. This w- this one was interesting. Uh, but I don't think it would it would fly in, in WWE. But uh, Spanish Theory. That's good. So th- that was pretty interesting. I thought that was... Yeah. Uh, the Vega Association.
1: Okay. I like I that. I thought
0: that one was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Um... Now I don't know about this one, and I don't think he was being racist, but uh, he says the Amex connection, A for American and Mex for Mexican. Yeah,
1: that's not bad. So I, my thing is, but they got to come up with a name um, but now.
0: Zelina's Puerto Rican, though.
1: Yeah, that's true. That is <laughs> yeah. true. They need to come up with a, a name yeah. and fast because they need to start selling merch for these guys. I mean, they are on Monday Night Raw. They do every single week, and they are every on Monday. four segments. Yeah. T- like, yeah, get some gear the merch
0: yeah yeah uh aj edwards he says the narcissists, <laughs> which would be them
1: <laughs> yes absolutely
0: you know um let me see there's a lot of them here the vagabonds
1: that's not bad
0: i was i thought that was interesting yeah and and then that the, is actually
1: pretty good it, that's really good you know what
0: it is pretty good but then he fucking ruined it by adding another comment saying the middle card it's like i'm not gonna read no more uh, I'm not going to read no
1: more. What is, what's your pick? What would you go with? I don't
0: know. I, like, I, I do like the Vegabond, but uh, there was another comment um, that I saw that I thought was interesting. Um, uh, I don't know if it really has to have Zelina's name on it, but at the same time, they're making it look like she's the one behind it all. You know what I'm saying? So, is yeah. it like think of it this way um, Paul Heyman. You know, he has this slogan. I'm a Paul Heyman guy. You know what I'm saying? All these wrestlers, I'm a Paul Heyman girl. I'm a Paul Heyman guy. Why are they saying it? Because he's the one that's bringing them in. He's the one that's creating these things, you know? So I feel like Selena Vega, I feel like she's doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So I think it should have her name in it. You know what I'm saying? Because, especially because, like, the way it looked... When when um, Andrade was mad and he said, you know, my team wasn't there or whatever he said, you know, if they split up, you know, then it's like, I don't know. I think I think it has to have Zelina's name in it so that way it can be her faction. You know, she's the one creating this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, if you make a name for just those no, three, then for me, you know, it kind of leaves Zelina out. And Zelina's a big part of this team. You know, she's the voice of that team. Oh,
1: absolutely. You know, she's
0: the voice of that team. She is. So, you know, I mean, you got to give her some kind of credit and put her in it. You know, I mean, there's a lot of names yeah, they can definitely. go by. But I totally agree with you, though, with the um, they got to They do got to come up with a name for these guys quick and make these guys sell merch, you know, because they are killing it. They are killing it. And I'm wrong. And and their matches are pretty good. Their matches are pretty good. Yeah. All righty. On to this next one. You posted this, right? Jesus (laughs) Christ, man. Um, You posted a picture of uh, a tweet that uh, Rusev put out, and he says, that's why I'm not worried at all. Um, A YouTube video of Bobby Lashley getting uh, the most extreme chiropractic adjustments um, through his butthole. (laughs) Uh Stephen Pena. Wrong with that? There isn't, but uh this looks painful. <laughs> Stephen Pena, he said, listen, his nickname is Smashly for a reason. Smash. Stupid.
1: Smash Smash. That's so
0: stupid. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus. Uh and then Matt Perky put out the a gif of a, a panda saying, Ouch. Rick, where, where where did you get this? <laughs> Holy Bro, shit. Bro, this is
1: he seriously gets the little hammer to adjust on his back. But at one point during the video, mm-hmm. they go to his buttocks and they start hammering. So I don't get it. I, I, I mean, you, you have been part of the world of Macises. So yeah. have you ever seen anything I've, like this?
0: I've never seen anything like that. Never. This is something <laughs> new. And the thing of it is, you know, like, you know, because I was, I dabbled in that profession and something like that, um, is a big no, no, you know, you're not supposed to go anywhere near that part. Um, is it uh, something through chiropractics? Maybe uh, if it is, I'd never heard of it. I mean, I had never heard of it.
1: That's a little bit below it's the tailbone.
0: <laughs> just, you think, uh, like <laughs> For massage therapists, you know they we do get close <laughs> to that area, but not like that. Not like that. All right, so that's it for the oh, hater. Man, comment.
1: Bobby Lashley, yeah. So uh, for me, that the, I mean, the hater comment has to go to everybody that is part of the the racism. For the, the, the Name the Stable segment we had. For yes, I agree. Andrade, uh, Garza, Theory, and Zelina Vega. So, without further ado, HATER ALERT! RACIST! Exactly. And our HATER COMMENT OF THE WEEK is brought to you by Kenny Casanova, the biggest hater I know. Go to <laughs> wohw.com and uh, purchase a book today. He has a mm-hmm. uh, he's an author. He's been helping out a lot of wrestlers yeah. write their books. Tito Santana, a good friend of our show, uh, 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 Kamala, uh, Dangerous Danny Davis, legendary referee mm-hmm. uh, Vader, and many more. Uh, Sabu, you yeah. don't want to miss out. And, on this and now he's going to
0: no go ahead finish.
1: Uh, don't miss out on this opportunity. Go to WOHW.com. Today, and get yourself a book for Kenny Casanova.
0: Yeah, and uh, he's doing this thing. It's called (laughs) COVIDCon, where um, apparently it's a big deal now. Uh, Fight TV is involved in this now. And, uh, you know, basically all he did was, I'm assuming this is what it is. It starts today, actually. Um, He's got, like, wrestlers calling in and doing video interviews or Doing you know like discussions, kind of like a regular Comic Con, you know, but it's with wrestlers. Um, DDP's in it. Um, Who else? It was a bunch of people that he has, and it starts today. So try to look it up. It's uh, Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm sure he posted on uh, Wohw, and uh, just follow it. I think it starts in a few hours. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, go check it out. Check it out. There you go. There's your hater comment. All right. You know All what? All right. So. Nope. Let's get into the tournament. Let's
1: jump into our tournament. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Our tournament. The Carpenters of Wrestling. Yeah. Now, for those of you that need to know what a Carpenter of Wrestling is. Basically a jobber. Mm-hmm. Um, a jobber jobber. A jobber. Um, so, uh, we have, uh, TJ Logan from Wrestling POV Global. He chimed in. So, he'll be our little tiebreaker mm-hmm. here. Um. So, Tony, we have our first half of a first round. Because, listen, it was not easy getting 32 jobbers. No. So, we got 16 jobbers. Six, yep. 16. The Sweet 16, shall we yeah. say. Um, so, so, uh, so, they are automatically started, made it to the Sweet we?
0: 16. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, they, they that's won a huge something. accomplishment for them. Um, yeah, they want unlike something. Unlike their yeah. career. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> All right, so Tony, we're gonna we're gonna start with you. We got Spike Dudley versus Mm. the Italian Stallion.
0: Um, Spike Dudley was Spike Dudley really a jobber though? Um, honestly, I'm I'm gonna give it to the Italian Stallion. I'm gonna give it to the Italian Stallion. I mean, he, but the thing, because the thing of it is, Spike Spike Dudley was successful. He was successful at one point. Yes. But then he kind of turned into the jobber, you know. He had a he had a, a, a nice little run with uh, Molly Holly, um, so I, I wouldn't really consider him a jobber. The Italian Stallion, though, he was. So I, I give it to uh, the Italian Stallion.
1: All right, um, and, and again, the way we're doing this, it's who was the best jobber, who put right. over their talent and made the talent look better than what they right. were. For me. Spike Dudley made every move against him look powerful because he got his ass handed Mm -hmm. to him on a regular basis. So did Italian Stallion. Mm -hmm. Um, And now, what is the job of a jobber? Is the job of the jobber to be recognized? Is it supposed to get any kind of wins? Um, In that case, you got to go with Italian Stallion because Spike Dudley did get wins. Spike Dudley did have... uh, Notoriety, mm-hmm. um, you know what? I agree with you. I'm gonna go with the uh, you go. Italian. And, and you, you know, you had a good, so you had a good point on.
0: too when you said, you know, basically the job of the carpenter or the jobber is to make the other guy look good. You know, that's his sole purpose. That's his whole job. You know, um, they WWE kind of stopped doing that after a while um, because. They they And this is how they figured, and I was part of that era too, was that they figured that if they can get local talent, that they can use them as jobbers and pay them less, you know what I'm saying? Even though they, shit, WWE, you know, because I did it a few times, and WWE paid more than even if you did a show in the indies, you know? But it was still significantly less than the jobbers that were paying at the time, so, you know jobbers right now are far-fetched you know what i'm saying so to to be considered a jobber like people like barry horowitz which we will get into and uh italian stallion and shit like that you know you got to remember you know their sole purpose was to make the other guy look good you know help them out or if they're new talent you know the the carpenter is right there to help them you know Get over and, oh, you know what, next time do it this way, you know, kind of hurt a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just want to throw that out. All
1: there. right. Yeah. And our, our next matchup, we got Swade Hansen. Swede. Some say Swede versus <laughs> the Genius. Mm.
0: This one is a tough one.
1: Lanny yeah, this Paffo. one's a tough one because
0: yeah, um, now, mind you, the genius, or even before he became the genius, he was Leaping Lanny Poffo. And, uh, of course, if you guys don't know who he is, y'all really need a history lesson on wrestling. He is the brother of the late Macho Man Randy Savage. <clears throat> I can't do that because my throat's sore. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... <clears> throat> um, Before he became the genius, like I said, he was called Leaping Lanny Poffo, which was back in the day. He was a high flyer. He was considered a high flyer. Very, very good wrestler. Again, his job was mainly to put people over. Um, I remember when they tried to do a character change with him. Which they called him the genius, and he was a heel. So it was interesting to see that. Yeah. And he would throw frisbees and all this other shit, and try to educate people, and try to tell them that he was they were dumb and da da da. And then I think he kind of flip flopped back and forth between being a heel and a babyface, and uh, it worked. You know, it worked. Um, and a manager. Yeah. 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 So I would, uh, Sweet Hansen or Suede Hansen, as you say, uh,
1: <laughs>
0: good. <laughs> He was a good carpenter himself, but I have to give this to uh, the genius, Leaping Lanny Papo
1: Yeah, I mean I agree wholeheartedly. The genius for me stood out the most. He had a character and mm-hmm. he never won really. He barely won. So it was yeah. just like it's just one of those things where it's like he was memorable. Right. He didn't do he didn't do too much. You mm-hmm. didn't like him. But he never really won. So I got to go. I agree with you. I got to go with the genius. Our next matchup, we got the icon, Barry Horowitz versus Gilbert. Now, Gilbert, who was the replacement of, well, try to mock Goldberg. (laughs) Goldberg, That was WWE's shot at him. Um, Gilbert had a light heavyweight title run. He did. (laughs) He, he was did. the light heavyweight champion. Yes. Um, yes. But for me, there is nobody that matches Barry Horowitz as the top jobber. He's yeah. one of the legends. As yeah. the, I mean, he used to pat himself on the back. Pat himself on the back. Thing.
0: Yeah. And he had the shirt with the um, handprint so, on the back.
1: Yeah. Which was perfect. That's the best shirt I've ever seen. Yeah. Um... I gotta go with Barry Horowitz on this one. I don't think anybody would disagree on this.
0: No, no, I don't disagree with you at all because, you know, like you said, you know, Gilbert had a had a title run. So, you know, what we're looking for is, you know, the Carpenters, the guys that enhanced the, 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 the other talent. And, I mean, though Gilbert was part of that, you know, we're, we're looking for the ones that wasn't, You know, it's sad to say it this way, too, that wasn't as successful. Successful. I couldn't say that with a straight face, as Gilbert. <laughs> so no, I, I agree it's with true. it. Um, definitely Barry Horowitz.
1: All right, and the last matchup before uh, of part one of our first round, it's Jose Luis Rivera mm. versus Tiger Chung Lee.
0: This one, now, I'm gonna
1: need you to help me yeah. out a little bit on this yep. one.
0: What you need help with? <laughs> both of them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now ahead, Jose little- Jose
0: Luis Rivera. He was probably the ultimate jobber, okay? He, okay. The, at, on, and, and, and I, and I tell you why, you know, because he did it as a singles guy. And, of course, he always lost. I, I don't think I even saw him win a match. Um, and then, at times, he would tag team with, um, oh, my God, who's the He's in the tournament, too. What's his name? The other Spanish guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Taz trained. Uh, he trained Taz. Taz always throws his name out. Um, Frankie Williams? No, no, no. no. It's a Spanish guy. Another Spanish guy from Brooklyn, too. He's in the tournament. Sal Limo? No, no. That's Balumbo. Um, hold on. Let me see. You, you put the bracket in here, right? Yeah, Johnny Rods. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Damn. Johnny Rods. Yeah, Johnny Rods. He would tag team with Johnny Rods on an occasion. And I'm, when we get to Johnny Rods, it's, it's a whole different story. But Johnny Rods wore the most ugliest tights I've ever seen ugly but anyway but he always tag team with him now tiger chung lee a korean dude nasty looking guy always a heel he was always a heel i think i think he might have had a sea hair of a career as a baby face i think but he was very well known in japan too um tiger chung lee he would come in he had the uh the kendu stick and wore long black Uh pants and had the massive curly ass hair And uh, he was a nasty, nasty wrestler, but he did job out to a lot of them. This one was a hard one for me to decide on, but I have to go with Jose Luis Rivera, only because I don't think I've ever seen him win a match. Tiger Chung Lee, he was was like, I don't want to say mid-card or even below mid-card, but he was the one that if you needed to kill 10 minutes, you threw him in there. You know what I'm saying? And okay. he could – it was like he either won or lost, you know, but he wasn't somebody that you took serious because then back in the day, like if he went up against somebody like Snuka, Jimmy Snuka, Snooker would just destroy him. But then if you put him with somebody like a Jim Powers, he would beat up Jim Powers. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's – it's hard. Tiger Tenley yeah, is yeah. a hard one to – To determine if he was a really true carpenter or not, you know what I'm saying? He was more of the guy that, fuck, we need, we gotta kill five minutes. Throw Tiger Chung Lee in there, you know what I'm saying? And and he would either lose or win, you know. So I mean, like I said though, if he went up against a higher talent, he would get buried, he'd get destroyed. But if he went up (laughs) against somebody around his level, then he would throw a good match. So. It was. It's hard, but my, my pick is going to be Jose Luis Rivera.
1: <laughs> All right, and uh, T J Logan. He went with Tiger Chung Lee. So now I got to break up really? this little tie here. Yeah. Um. Interesting. What you said about how Tiger Chung Lee would win every now and then, and and was a right. bit harder, and was able to do the job of a carpenter, and, and, and right. I think that's probably the thing that stands out to me the most is that he was able to do the job of jobber, or he was able to do the job of uh, somebody that would win. And I feel like that's a balance that a lot of people can't do. Well, let
0: me, I'll I'll throw it to you this way, okay? If you see Apollo Crews, right, he would get a push, and then they kind of like take it right back from him. That's how Tiger Chung Lee was too. He could just a tiny bit of a push, and then they would just take it right back. And nope, go job. You know what I'm saying? So just keep that in mind.
1: (laughs) I see what you're saying there. Um, And if that's the case, then I got to go with Jose Luis Rivera because if you ain't win, you know, (laughs) it's just... But I do respect Tiger Chung Lee because if you're able to do that thing and have a successful career and people know your name, then you've done something right. But with this one, I'm going with Jose Luis Rivera. So that's going to end our... Mm -hmm. uh, Part one of round one. Um, so wow. So uh, take it away with the wrestling news from around the world. Um, <laughs> all right. Before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. <laughs> oh, a little bit of a delay there, Miguel. Oh, a little excuse yeah. me. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got two birthdays. Titus O'Neil oh. uh, 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 turns 43 years old.
0: Oh, interesting. And they didn't release him. Yeah.
1: And they did it, which is... But, but you know what? I mean, he does a lot behind he, the scenes.
0: He, I was going to say, he does a lot of behind the scenes stuff. So I think that's probably what saved his job, <laughs> to be honest.
1: <laughs> and uh, last but not least, the great one, The Rock, the people's champ, turns 48 years old. Mm,
0: holy shit. Wow.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: You're older than The
1: Rock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Amisa um, uh, Mr. Tony, yeah. you know what they say? 49 and mighty fine.
0: That's right. <laughs> sure, we'll go with that.
1: All right. With the as soon as this love fest ends, we'll get into the wrestling news from around the world. <laughs> Curtis Axel has been released from WWE. Yes,
0: yes. And, and Bo Dallas still got a job.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, unless he's doing something with The Fiend, that's the only thing Good. I can see from Bo Dallas. Other I than think that, I'm going
0: to no you there. Yeah. I think so too.
1: Uh, I really do. And my last bit of news is probably the biggest news. Uh, Cain Velasquez, former yeah. UFC heavyweight champion. Uh, former WWE superstar as he got released. Um, with one match. <laughs> with one match. So here's here's the dealio with Cain uh, Velasquez. WWE is not happy with him. He failed like he did not tell them about his knee injury um, that kept him out of action after that. Um, he also announced that he was going to be in the Royal Rumble, which he wasn't, and people didn't like that. He also posted a picture of him and Ronda Rousey before he debuted, which they did not like. So, what in tarnation was Cade Velasquez doing? I mean, you cannot be serious. Yeah, yeah.
0: but no, I did heard that they did know about his knee injury. I heard that way before he even debuted. Yeah. Yeah, and they were giving him time to heal, but it's just his knee's not healing right apparently so but i did hear this i did hear that they only released him they want him to get more time in you know get some work in and then they said they're gonna consider bringing him back so they just wanted to clear up some space um Ugh. yeah and also to go off of more of your releases um they did say that wwe is willing to grant anybody that wants to be released that uh, they will grant their release, so which wow. bothers so, uh... me. Yeah, which bothers me, yeah. and I tell you why. Because you know, here you are, a billion dollar company, okay, a billion dollar company, and yet you're doing these releases to save money. Are you fucking kidding me? And now this is the part where I mentioned earlier. I was waiting for this part to happen so I could mention this. Kevin Dunn. Do you know who Kevin Dunn is?
1: Very familiar. He is
0: He is like Vince McMahon's number one guy. He's right-hand man. <laughs> um, and he's also like the executive producer. He does all the television tapings. He's the one that determines, oh, go to this angle. Go to that angle. Go to the TV one. Go to TV two. He does all that shit. He's been on Vince's side since Christ. Since the 80s, okay,
1: since Christ, that's over 2,000 years, yeah,
0: yeah, BC. But (laughs) he gets paid, I shit you not, from this is from what I hear. I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm pretty sure it is close to like two million dollars a year to do what he's doing. Now, here you are, you're paying this guy. Now, mind you, mind you, never step foot in the ring, but. He does a lot of the TV production and all this other shit. And, like, from what I hear, like, once in a while, he'll come out and he'll start telling wrestlers what to do. Make sure you do it this way, and that way I can catch it, and blah, 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 blah. And he's the one that, like, I don't know if, well, I know you've been to live shows, but I've seen this to where, like, um, if they need a specific shot, even at a live show, like a Raw or SmackDown, and shit like that <clears throat> He'll make them go back out And come back in again You know Just to wow. get a certain shot Yeah So He's got a lot of pull In WWE And it's like I said The man's never stepped foot in the ring Now I'm gonna ask you Rick Do you think it is fair For Vince Now According to sources And I have credible sources Is that, that Kevin Dunn is Vince McMahon's boy That's his best friend But he's paying them close to $2 million a year. And meanwhile, he's releasing all these other guys that are barely making that much money. Um, Well, no. Actually, I got to take that back. They're making damn good money. But even still, you want to save money and all this other shit. But you're paying this guy close to $2 million. Just to say, go to this angle. Go to that angle. I want the... You know what I'm saying? Don't you think he should have been cut first?
1: (laughs) I mean if you're talking about somebody it's difficult because this is a whole other side of the business this is the production side of it and uh, listen it's not an easy job to be in production Um, it's just I think it's more than just calling the shots getting the angles and everything because WWE say what you want their production is the cat's meow and I've been saying that a lot because I got a kitty yeah um, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, the thing is, uh, I wouldn't put it as a, a, a low paying job. It would be a lot of money that you would get, especially for the, the conglomerate yeah. that WWE is. You see what I did there? Conglomerate? Oh. Um, so, uh, the, the way I look at it, I think he, I wouldn't cut him. I'm sorry. I think the production is worth more than the guys that they cut. And I'm, Sorry about that uh, Curtis Axel. I'm sorry about that Heat Slater. I'm sorry about that Zack Ryder. But I'd rather have my production producing for the top talent than have to pay these lower tier talents. So I-, I would disagree with that. I would definitely pay Kevin Dunn the amount he's getting paid because I want my production to be the best that it has.
0: Close to $2 million, though? That's a I lot mean, of money. at
1: this point, you're... You get to call your own shots though, because he can just say, you know what? I'll go to AEW and I'll give them <laughs> the top shots. You know what I'm well, saying? But now like, he
0: can't. He can't say that now. When it comes to production,
1: yeah. Uh, when it comes to things, WWE has the best production, hands down. Um, just look what they did with the Boneyard match. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's so. Um, I would have to say, yeah. Pay Kevin Dunn. Release the the, the lower tier <laughs> talent. I'm sorry.
0: Damn, that's messed up, Rick. All right, so let's. you know what? Segwaying <laughs> off of Heath Slater, um, AEW is not, is not currently interested in signing Heath Slater. I
1: mean, who would? Seriously. <laughs> Cut the guy a break, man. <laughs> Out of the 3MB I mean, that's members. That's expected a job. That's
0: oh. true, too. But here's a guy that was the lead member of 3MB. Uh, he can't catch a break with the other two former champions. We'll discuss that later. And finally, there's been talk of multiple wrestlers being revealed as the anonymous truth teller on SmackDown. Obviously both Ali and Chad Gable are two of the names in the particular that had been discussed. Um, we can talk about it now, Rick. I mean, who do you think it is?
1: Yeah. You know, Matt Novak actually posted this on our Facebook page and, uh, for me, we were going back and forth, and I was saying, no. "I hope it's not Ali or Gable, because what's gonna happen is it's gonna get, it's gonna go nowhere. You need a, it has it, to be somebody totally yeah. new, or somebody that's interesting. I'm sorry, no. Gable is not interesting. He's not. Ali, yeah, eh, not really. But um, then at the same
0: time, I Ali was doing these different promos too earlier. Remember? You know, but they they look yeah. they look kind of heelish. It. They look kind of heelish, and they stopped doing that, you know? So, if it is Ali, I mean, I don't know, man. Would it be a heel, though? You know? I mean, it's,
1: I mean, the, it's I not going to the pop that they expect.
0: No, it's not. But they're making it too obvious that it would be Ali. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They are, because of that circle thing. He always has that. You know, that's like his trademark now, you know? But... Uh, I don't. I, you're right. It wouldn't be a big of a pop. It wouldn't. Not at all. Um, who else could it be? Um, I wish I had some answers for that, but I don't. <laughs> who no, would I like to I, see?
1: I, I, and that's the thing. I don't know. I really
0: don't know. All I know is they've been doing this for a long time now. Um, yeah. Are they saving this for something? Like, are they saving it this has for to get money
1: in the bank? reveal
0: either money in the bank or are they waiting to do this in front of a live crowd to get a reaction you know because that's a, you got to understand yeah. too in wrestling reaction it's everything it really is you know and that's why you know with wrestlers especially they react more with the crowd than anything you know it's easier yep. to be a heel than it is a babyface because the babyface you waiting for the, you know, when Hulkamania hopes up, you know, you, you feed off of the crowd, you know, you can't hulk up without the crowd, you know, but, you know, for, for a heel is even easier. Something like this, and this is where I, in my opinion, AEW kind of dropped the ball on it a few times with their debut, you know, with Brody Lee, with Lance Archer, you know, they ruined that debut um oh absolutely you know with this i'd rather have them wait to and do to do it in front of a crowd to see what kind of reaction you get because i'm sorry to say i think we who did we talk to who we were talking about somebody and um we both said too that we thought that this ah man i wish i remembered either way sometimes when you get a a reaction is like wow, this is different. Why are they getting a the pop? You know, I don't know for me. I think they need to do this in front of a live crowd. So, whoever this mystery partner uh, or partner mystery person is, um, it could be a female who knows, but um, yeah. you know, I just think whoever it is, they it cannot be Chad Gable number one, cannot
1: definitely not, cannot, you know, Matt Novak. Matt Novak thinks it's Will Ospreay.
0: That would be interesting. He said
1: that the voice sounded a little British. Yeah, definitely. I mean, who wouldn't want Will Ospreay in WWE?
0: Yeah, but, I mean, he loves being in New Japan, though. You that's, know, He loves uh, being the a, in the U.K., so I don't know. Uh, it could be. That would be cool. That would be a cool—that definitely would be a cool um, surprise. Um, I don't think you would need a crowd for that, you know? Seriously, oh, it's like, yeah. oh, wow, okay, I can get on this. You know, you got to have that magic. Will Ospreay and Ricochet, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, spot yeah. fest City, shoot. Yeah. So, all right, that's all I got. Yeah, all right, that's all I got for the uh, injury. Oh, no, no, Jesus Christ, uh, that's all I got for the rumors. Rick, <laughs> injuries.
1: <laughs> uh, no injuries to report this week. Uh, So let's get into the second half of round one of our Carpenters of Wrestling Tournament, shall yes. we? Yes. Alright, yes. we have awesome. we have Frankie Williams going up against James Ellsworth.
0: Alright, now now Frankie Williams you know who Frankie Williams is, Rick? Are you familiar with him? No. He no, was part of um he was on Piper's Pit and uh, okay. Piper interviewed him and when he was interviewing him, he was discussing the fact that he comes in here, he never gotten a win. Now, Frankie Williams, I know for sure, has never gotten a win. When they did this angle as a little kid, I was watching this and I'm like, is he finally going to get a win? Because they're like, you know, they're giving <laughs> him a lot of airtime for some reason. And you look at Frank Williams and um, he does not look like a wrestler, he doesn't. He doesn't. Okay. He really doesn't. He had a big old mustache. Um, I think he was—I don't want to say he was Italian, but uh, he always wore green and white. So I want to say maybe he was. Who knows? But even still, I used to have this ongoing joke that um, you know how when when you were kids, you know, you did the play fighting, you know, play wrestling and shit like that, and yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. you imitate a certain wrestler or whatever. Like one day, and it was the funniest thing ever. Frank Williams would do this thing off the top row. It was just a regular splash. But it was one of the worst splashes I've ever seen in my entire life. And he <laughs> always missed. He always missed. And there was no... When he got up there, we called it, Oh, Frank Williams! And you missed. So when I would play wrestle with my cousins or my friends, I would say, Oh, I'm doing the Frank Williams! And then they would move. You know, just that was their cue to move. <laughs> But the splash was just so god awful. And I felt you felt bad for the guy. He goes on Piper's pit. Piper is like belittling the hell out of him, telling him, You come in here, you never won a match, and you still wrestling, trying to make a name for yourself, and blah, 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 blah. blah. And then it was funny because then when, when Frank Williams grabs the mic, he hits himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this guy cannot catch a break. Watch, watch it. Uh, Piper's Pit with Frank Williams. That's how you you gotta Google it and watch it. The fun, most funniest thing I've ever seen. And he grabs the mic from him to try to be, you know, because he was tired of Piper talking shit. And he hits himself in the face.
1: <laughs>
0: and then he, you know, but he says one of the things that you know any babyface should say, and especially somebody like him. He said, you know what? I might lose every match but i'm out there every freaking time and i give it up i give it my best i give it my all whatever he said and then of course what does piper do piper beats the shit out of him on piper's pit <laughs> frank williams i'm gonna tell you this right now is probably one of the best jobbers out there he was one of the best out there um shit. Uh, james ellsworth you know what honestly he had a run he had a good run you know, I would not consider him a jobber. Um, I mean, we know, all know what a piece of shit he is, you know, because of what happened. Um, but I would give it to Frank Williams over James Ellsworth. Ellsworth. Well, all right. I can
1: never say his name. All right. Um, so
0: now that I gave uh, you the backstory TJ. on Frank Williams.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tj Logan went with James Ellsworth, and just to give a backstory on James Ellsworth is that. He started off as a jobber with Braun Strowman. He was not supposed to go anywhere. Um, Just like our good friend, uh, the Milkman. Uh, Mm -hmm. He wasn't supposed to go anywhere, and he didn't. Uh, But uh, (laughs) James Ellsworth... (laughs) James Ellsworth ended up getting called back because of his look. And everybody liked the way he looked. They made fun of him and stuff like that. But he did beat WWE Champion... AJ Styles two or three times, so there's no way I can give him this nod over Frankie Williams, who you said has never won, who was (laughs) always missing splashes, and you know what? That reminds me. Big Boss Man always went up on the top rope, Mm -hmm. and we go for like a, a front flip. He, yeah. never he never landed, yeah. and I always said, as a kid, I was like, "Oh, he has a bad back because he's always holding his
0: back
1: because <laughs> he always misses the moves, so, yeah. the front flip." Well, so, it's, it's um, just like I when Ric go. Flair
0: goes to the corner and he go, starts climbing up. He he, yeah, it never had he always gets slammed. <laughs>
1: oh. I'll, so I'm gonna you, have to go with Frankie Williams on this one for okay. sure. Frankie Williams. Uh, <laughs> next matchup, we have Johnny Rods versus mm. Iron Mike Sharp.
0: You know, this is, this is a hard one because of the simple fact that there were both heels. Okay? Yes. I think Johnny Rod, I think he had a couple run as a baby face, I want to say. I don't remember. Um, I've wrestled with Iron Mike Sharp. He's a big guy. He really is a big guy. Um, Kenny Casanova, I gotta bring his name out there again, always fucked with Mike Sharp in the back. Oh, Kenny Casanova, you guys got, (laughs) oh God, he messes with a lot of people and he messed with Mike Sharp a lot. Um, but not as much as he did with King Kong Bundy. Bundy hated his ass. Um, but it was funny (laughs) as hell watching Bundy chasing after Kenny in the back. Hilarious. Um, but mike sharp he was he's a big guy he always famous for that forearm thing he always had on a, you know it was controversial you know whether he had something in it again he did win some matches but he also lost a lot um i think he's probably one of the biggest carpenters there is out there and johnny Rods, yeah. on the other hand though he was the same way nasty nasty wrestler no, he really knows how to put over talent. I have to give him that. He was pro- hes another one that's probably one of the best carpenters out there. In this case, this is this is a very difficult one for me. I have to give this one to Johnny Rods. I do.
1: All right, and and uh, T.J. Logan went with Mike Sharp, oh, wow. and uh, it has a lot to do with the Canadian connection. <laughs> um, he said that Iron Mike Sharp actually won a lot yeah. in Canada so he he definitely followed his career. Uh, Johnny Rods, uh, uh, you know what? I'm just going to make it simple. I'm going to go with Iron Mike Sharp because I know him. So Iron Mike (laughs) Sharp is going to advance in the tournament. Our next matchup, we have what could have possibly been the finals for the Carpenters of Wrestling. It's the (laughs) Brooklyn Brawler Mm. versus Special Delivery Jones.
0: Wow, the, these two were equal. These two yeah, were equal. Yeah, it could
1: have been the finals. For <clears throat> Definitely sure. could have been for,
0: in the finals. Um, the Brooklyn Brawler. Um, he also plays Doink the Clown. I don't know if you know that. Yes. Um yep, yep. He's played Doink the Clown. He's played uh, another character too. I forgot what his name was. So it was another like we, it was a weird character. Uh, so his real name is Steve Lombardi. Um, he also went by yes. that name too. Um, I'll tell you this, he's wrestled a lot on my shows. Not my shows. On wrestling shows, independent shows that I've been involved with. And I've always sat with him and talked wrestling with him. He knows a lot about wrestling, man. You want, you want to get knowledge of wrestling? You talk to him. Steve Lombardi. One of the best out there. Um, this one is really... Jesus Christ. Special Delivery Jones. He's another one. With the wink and the crooked gun he did all the time. Um yeah, he did. He always did that. A lot of people, I think with uh SD Jones, he is one character that a lot of people rooted for. He I don't think he's ever was a heel. I think he was like Tito Santana. I think he I don't think he yeah. ever turned heel. Um he did have a run with uh Soul Patrol. He did have a run with them okay. with Rocky Johnson and uh Tony Atlas. Um And I thought this was where his career was going to elevate, but it didn't. He went back to being a jobber. Um, But at the same time, he was one that you did root for all the time, and he would lose, and it was like, ah. But I tell you, and you hear me say this like a broken record, Rick, being a babyface is very difficult. For him, it wasn't because you rooted for him all the time, and he would get you hyped. He would get you, like, you know, pumped up. And you would root for him. Like, yeah, yeah, he's going to Oh, he lost. Son of a bitch. But then, you know, he was the type that even though he lost, he would still let you know, it's all right, I'm going to get the next one. And then, you know, you would you believed it. But then it never happened. Yeah. You know, that's all right, I'll get the next one. You know what I'm saying? This one is a really hard one. Um, Brooklyn Brawler, big-time heel, lost every match. But a job for a carpenter is to, you know, put over the talent. Um this one's a hard one, man. I'm going to go with SD, though. SD Special Delivery Jones. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. Um, TJ Logan went with the Brooklyn Brawler. Oh, okay. Um, For me, it's just like the Brooklyn Brawler is so iconic as a loser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just like the, he was even part of the Heat of the Family, which I was just like, Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, everybody part of the Heena family had potential. He didn't mm-hmm. have any potential. Um, so, for me, it's just like, all right. And then he played Doink at one point, And mm-hmm. it's just like, he was able to go from Carpenter to somewhat of a mid Carter with Doink. Um, uh, SD Jones. Mm-hmm. There's something about the, the guy that's like, I'm going to win it and then lose that I just... Oh, yeah. Don't like and that and I feel like that's part of it because he was getting the heels over, mm-hmm. which again is I mean is it difficult? I don't think it's that difficult actually to get a heel over. All you gotta do right. is just take the beating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for me, you know what? I'm gonna go with the Brooklyn Brawler. Wow. He's just an icon. And this is difficult. This would have been a, a finals and, matchup, but for me, I'm gonna go with the Brooklyn Brawler. And I tell you the, um, a quick
0: story on the Brooklyn Brawler. Uh, He was at a show, and we brought him in as Doink the Clown. And uh, at the time, I was wrestling for a company called New Breed Wrestling. You guys heard me talk about this before, but we were the number one independent wrestling in the United States when we first came out. Everybody loved this. And, um, you know, we were were on the level of ECW, I guess you want to say. And uh, we had the knack of... Um, bringing the hardcoreness out of everybody. And um, actually, we were the first to have a reverse battle royal because of King Kong Bundy. <laughs> so, But anyway, yeah. I think it was on that same card. I could be wrong. But uh, Steve Lombardi came in as the Brooklyn Brawler and was fighting one of my guys. And we were called the Canadian Nightmares at the time. And um, we were in there, you know, by our, you know, our partner Sai, one of the guys that was fighting uh, Doink, and uh, Doink turned hardcore, which was, he all he <laughs> did was went outside the ring, he snagged the kendo stick, because my one partner, uh, the one he was fighting against, uh, um, he grabbed the, uh, the cane. He always came in with a Singapore cane. So he grabbed the cane from him, not the kendo stick, sorry, and he just started beating the shit out of us. And then he waxed me on the side with it, And then he went to hit me again. Hits me right in the fucking face. You want to talk about pain? That is pain. Okay? That is pain. Um, That hurt. That hurt. Getting, I mean, right here. (laughs) I can imagine. Right in the side of the face. Okay? Right in part of the cheekbone area is where he hit me with that damn fucking Singapore cane. That hurt. But that's the day Doink the Clown turned. Hardcore.
1: So, <laughs> I mean, that sounds as serious as my injury. Yeah. I mean, not as bad, yeah. but I think it's uh, pretty close. Yep. Um, our last first-round matchup, we have Virgil oh, versus Sal Bolombo.
0: Now, Sal Bolombo, he was a, He was probably like on the Frank Williams era. But well, not era, the Frank Williams okay. level, okay? You felt bad for him. He was a straight-up Italian dude, okay? Actually, he passed. Hey. Yeah, he passed away. I think uh, two years ago. I had him on Facebook, and I would message him once in a while, let him know that, you know, being the carpenter of wrestling, you know, it was it was great watching him wrestle because he was another one that hyped you up. Always lost. Frank, uh, he was like Frank. It <laughs> was like Frank Williams, and him should have been a tag. Um, now, wait, who's he going up against? He's got Virgil. Well, oh, Virgil. Now, Virgil. He was part of a successful team with uh, Money Inc. Um, yes he I got personal stories of Virgil. I won't share. Um, I'm, I'm definitely gonna go with uh, uh, Boumbo.
1: All right I, uh, I don't think Virgil TG. I don't
0: think Virgil because Virgil thinks he was a star you know and he like he, this is <laughs> off. this is off screen. Okay? So to speak. Yeah. You know, outside of wrestling, he thought he was a star and should you know, like, obviously everybody's seen posts and pictures of him at cons where, you know, he would be sitting there and it would be, you know, him by himself. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Alright, one um, story, uh, one story I have on him yeah. was that um, we were trying to bring him in for a show and, uh, he, he he wanted, like, the Sid Vicious treatment. Oh, well, you guys going to have to pay for this and that and that. It's like, yeah, the, dude, you weren't shitting wrestling, dude. We're not paying you all this. We're lucky you're getting paid to be in this event, you know. But he wanted the glorified treatment. And when uh, my buddies went to go pick him up at the airport, they were like, oh, you hungry? He was like, yeah, let's go get something to eat. So they went to get something to eat, but he was expecting them to pay for it. It's like dude, are you fucking, yeah, because he thought he was the shit, it was like, that's why I'm glad he gets, you know, what he gets, so he's a, he's a, he's a dick, put it that way, so yeah,
1: so, TJ Logan went with Virgil, and (laughs) for me, the thing is, Virgil, uh, the fact that he thought he was the the best of the best,
0: (laughs) but the thing is, he couldn't even wrestle either,
1: I know, you know, I know, and that's that's what's funny about this but, whole thing. The, the problem it's is, true. That, that here's the thing: most jobbers don't get WrestleMania moments, and in WrestleMania eight, Virgil was part of a four-on-four tag team match, and you're part of WrestleMania. Yeah, you know, aside from Brooklyn Brawler, I don't think anybody else was part of WrestleMania ever um, <laughs> no. in this in this bracket. So I would have to go with Sal Vulcano because <laughs> Virgil at one point w- was considered somebody. So I gotta go with Sal Vulcano. I, I think it was
0: because of who he was with. You know, would he be not able? To, would he be able to do that by himself? No, absolutely not. He's horrendous.
1: Definitely not. He's terrible. Yeah. He's
0: probably one of the worst wrestlers out there. And he thought he was the shit. I was like, get the fuck out of here. No.
1: With Didn't that like being said, that is the end of round one of the Carpenters of Wrestling.
0: <laughs> yeah. We are
1: about to take a pause for the No, cars, we got we still we'll got the hot back. tag.
0: We got the hot oh, tag news, Rick.
1: Snap. So we'll
0: Before make this...
1: we take the hot Oh man, the hot tag news. What uh, are we doing here? Jeez.
0: All right, you put this one up as wrestling POV's hot tag news. Where's Sami Zayn? He's the Intercontinental Champion. Hasn't appeared on WWE programming since night one of WrestleMania 36. It's being reported that Sammy hasn't appeared because of COVID-19 concerns. Uh, WWE has said they are not forcing employees to attend events or tapings. With that being said, should WWE take the Intercontinental title off of Sami Zayn and give it to someone who is willing to appear? Clay Cummings, he mentioned, he says... I'm in between on this. I feel Sammy should keep the title, and when this is all over, give him a decent run. Or they could strip him of the title like they did with Jordan Devlin. I don't see much of a difference between that, so I don't really have an answer for this. So why'd you comment? Why did you comment?
1: <laughs> he had an answer, but then he took then it back. He
0: took it back. This is something, bitch. All right. Um, he had two answers. He had two answers exactly, <laughs> and he didn't uh, give us one. Um, What are your thoughts on this, Rick?
1: For me, Sami Zayn needs to give up the belt. I'm sorry. We're we're doing a program here in which uh, we got to continue stories. And if you're going to hold the belt hostage, then you got to give it up. We respect that you don't want to work. But unfortunately, because you don't want to work, we have to move on with the title. They have Nakamura and Cesaro now working with Corbin. So, at this point, why not put the belt on Corbin? Yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things where we respect that you don't want to work, but you know what? You not working is now giving the IC title no, no TV time. Yeah. So, and same thing with Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, you don't want to work? Fine. Like, you don't have to work. Unfortunately, your stock is going to die down mm-hmm. because now the title shot that you should have gotten is going to Seth Rollins. So, all these guys that are saying that they don't want to work, I respect it. Because, honestly, they have kids. Like, Kevin Owens has a whole family. Sami Zayn does not want to get sick. I understand that. Roman Reigns? Okay. And you know what? They're not even mentioning Roman Reigns on TV. Which is the right thing to do. Because, at the end of the day, why are we going to mention them? They're not mentioning COVID-19. They're not mentioning coronavirus Mm -hmm. on TV. So, at the end of the day, don't mention these superstars take the title off Sami Zayn, get relevance back for the IC title. Right. Give people a reason to watch Smackdown because honestly, I don't see a reason to watch Smackdown. Yeah. So, at at this point, take the belt off of him. I respect you don't want to work, but you know what? You got to respect the company and the title. If it was up to if it was up to me, I would say I would be like, "Listen, I'm not going to work, take the belt." That that's my right. that, that's my take on it.
0: Now, here's the thing though. You know, you got to look at it when, when Brock Lesnar had a title, you know? How many times did he defend it, you know? He was That's gone for months at a time, you know? And obviously this time around, he said, too, he's, he will not be back until this is done. So this whole COVID-19 thing is done. Don't even bring me back. Um, now, did Sammy win this before or after this whole COVID thing happened?
1: Uh, no, he, did he, win it on, he won it on a pay-per-view. So, yeah, right before. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah,
0: it was at a pay per view. It was in front of an audience. So, you know, there's no determining on, you know, why, you know, like this this would happen. And then you're going to strip him of it because this happened. You know, I mean, it could, it, to other people, it would look like a dick move to do. Um, I think having the belt on Sami Zayn is the right move. Um, he definitely can bring relevance to it more than Baron Corbin can. Um, <clears throat> Uh with all this happening, you know, you do have to respect the fact that these guys are, you know, don't want to work because of this COVID-19. And that's their that's, that's fine. And they shouldn't be penalized for that. Um, if you strip it from him, it seems like it is penalizing him for that. You know, um, obviously with Roman Reigns, he can't because his immune system is very weak. You know, he just got off of fighting uh, leukemia. You know, um, I think they need to keep this on him. But at the same time, what they should have done, instead of still letting uh, Cesaro and Shinsuke work, keep them off TV, too. There's a lot of people not on TV right now. And they're you know, obviously, look at the Garza, Zelina Vega, Andrade, and Austin Theory. They're on Monday Night Raw every week, every Monday. But they're still killing it. And, um, you know, with Sami Zayn, um, I say just keep it on him. Wait till this, this thing is going to blow over. And then once it's blow over, then what? You, if there was a storyline being developed for Sami Zayn and this IC title run, and then you're going to take it away, it's like, all right, so how do I give it back? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's the, it was probably going to be a really good storyline for whoever they were going to do it with. Um, but I think, nah, just leave it on him. I say keep it on him. You know, this thing is almost over with anyways. You know, it's a matter of weeks or maybe a month or so. Everything is going to get back to normal and, you know, give it to him. Because my thing is this. If they're not going to do this thing, you know, like they used to do back in the day where you have to defend a title at least once in 30 days, days, if they're not going to do that, so why is it going to be different for Sammy? You know, I think I that's think true. with Jordan Devlin, you know, when they stripped it off of him, I think it's because of the fact that he lives in the UK. You know, that's the only reason and there was no way of them bringing him in. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Every situation is different. We don't know. Um, but I think if they're not going to hold this whole 30 day, blah, 30 day thing, then don't hold it on Sammy. You know? you know, don't penalize him for it because he wants to stay home. You know, and and Kevin Owens. You know, if he want, he's. I don't think his stock will drop ever. You know, once all this gets back to normal and they play his music, he's still gonna get a big pop.
1: Yeah. All right. I mean, my my only concern is Cesaro and Nakamura, yeah. but at least they're being taken care of. They're gonna be on TV regardless. Yep. So oh, I yeah. guess that's that's the that's the shining light at the end of this whole mm-hmm. thing, and and uh, so without further ado i guess we are done with this right and we're gonna go uh, now we can go on that take pause. a pause yeah. now all right so we're gonna take a pause for the cause and uh when we come back we're gonna go into round two of the carpenters of wrestling bracket mm-hmm. and we're gonna go over this week in wrestling We'll be right back.
0: What's going on? This is your NXT Cruiserweight Champion, Leo Rush. Make sure you listen to the Wrestling
1: POV Podcast. You guys absolutely rock. You're incredible. From the man of the hour, Leo Rush. All right, and we are back with no more delays. We are here for the show, and the show is on now. Ladies and gentlemen, the Wrestling POV Podcast is affiliated with ProWrestlingTees.com. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Wrestling POV. Buy yourself a shirt today for $19.99 plus shipping. It helps out the Wrestling POV Podcast continue its long run of 220 episodes. Don't forget to check out Wrestling POV Global with 77 episodes and our MMA POV with 2 episodes. We are... Got we got three shows on the network. It costs money to do these shows, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We need you to give back. Purchase a wrestling POV t-shirt today at ProWrestlingTees.com WrestlingTees.com slash wrestling POV nineteen ninety nine plus shipping. You can't miss out on these great opportunities, and you don't want to miss out on these great Mm -hmm. shows. So make sure you help us out by helping yourself out, by buying a shirt, by helping us out. That's the end of it all. (laughs) Go to CollinDoubleBrand.com as well and save yourself 10% by putting in promo code WPOV. Once again, when you purchase something using the promo code WPOV, we get paid, and you save money by you saving money by paying us. So that's the way to do things, ladies and gentlemen. Please. That's all we are asking is for you to save money for yourselves by giving us money. That's it. All right. With all of that being said, it is time for round two of the Carpenters of Wrestling Tournament bracket. Round two, Tony. We have the Italian Stallion going one-on-one against the Genius. Mm.
0: You know what? In this case, I got to give it to the Genius.
1: Yeah, I mean, we would be pretty stupid (laughs) There. If we didn't go with the genius. So the genius will advance. Yep. Um I think this next matchup is gonna go quicker than the one we just did. Barry Horowitz versus Jose Luis Rivera. Mm. Well, it's actually not done no. really. I'm going with Barry well, Horowitz. Well I mean He's I, I would too,
0: but this one is a hard one though, because you know, we're we're talking about the carpenters of wrestling. We're talking about the guys that could get over the other guys and they both did it. You know, um, no, I I agree. I'd go with Barry Horowitz. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, Our next matchup, Frankie Williams going against Iron Mike Uh, Sharp.
0: See, this is another hard one, but, I mean, you got to give it to Iron Mike. Iron Mike
1: Sharp. Uh, You know what? TJ Logan and I agree with you. We're going with Iron Mike Sharp. And our final matchup of round two, the Brooklyn Brawler versus Sal Balumbo. Uh, um, I gotta go Brooklyn yeah. Brawler on this one. Yeah. Um, so, with that being said, we are already at our final four <laughs> of the Carver of Wrestling. I mean, I feel like this tournament is going as fast as it matches. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> as very well as it should be. Shoot. Are you kidding me?
1: All right, so that is it for round two. We have our final four of the genius. We have uh, Barry Horowitz, we have Mike Sharp, and we have the Brooklyn wow. Brawler. So stay tuned for round three <laughs> coming up after this week in All wrestling. Right, so th- Tony, this take week it away. in
0: wrestling, of course, we're gonna start off with Raw. Uh, my highest uh, was the uh, um, Christ. Alistair Black, uh, Apollo Crews, Rey Mysterio versus uh, Zelina and her crew. Very, very good match. I gave it a three and a half. Um, I got a lot of side notes, though, so just bear with me. Uh, the second highest, wow. though, which is interesting, it was the Apollo Crews versus Andrade. Um, of wow. course, we got Jinder Mahal coming back, and of course, uh, goes up against Akira Tozawa and loses. Akira Tozawa loses, yeah. so you're, you're right with that little trend there that they're doing with. Um, Liv Morgan versus Ruby Wyatt, another good match. It was definitely, definitely good. Um, uh, Ever-Rise, I mean, why do they give these guys any props? <laughs> I don't understand that. <laughs> um, but those were the two. The lowest, honestly, was Bobby Lashley versus uh, Denzel, whatever his name was. Um yeah, player. yeah, <laughs> he should have been on his tournament, maybe. Um, no, it, it just wasn't for me. It's like, all right, where are they going with this? I don't know. Um, my side notes, why are they still doing this whole Triple H thing? I thought that was just for SmackDown. that makes no sense. Made no sense. Yeah. Um, I think, in my opinion, they dropped the ball again. Uh, they should have saved Jinder for after money in the bank and attacked Drew. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it would have been so much better doing it that way. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea what they're doing, but that, but that, that's one way of ruining it. But is it me, or does it look like they are building up the tag division? You know. Yeah, they are. There are a lot I of tag like teams that. out there lately, that. and yeah. I, I do absolutely. So I'm glad gives these guys opportunity um, overall. I gave RAW a 2.3. It was very. It, w- it wasn't that bad. It really wasn't.
1: Wow! Wow! Uh, we were watching two different things. Um, <laughs> uh, for me. Uh, I do have to say this, Jinder Mahal siding with Seth Rollins, that's something I would yeah. like to see. I think he would fit in well yeah. with uh, Seth's crew. Uh, so, uh, But I do have to say, and this is shocking, this is going to shock the hell out oh of you, boy. the highest point for me was a 2.5, and I gave it to Nia Jax's promo. Really?
0: Really. <laughs> I was
1: I was impressed. Oh, wow. I was impressed. The way she did, nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody! The way the way she that was a great promo by Nia Jackson. I was very, very impressed. Yeah. Um, for me, I am listen, I am over, over Destiny, Dynasty, Zelina's crew, whatever you want to call them. (laughs) It's enough. It's too much. They should not be on TV for four segments. I get it. You're very limited. Maybe you shouldn't have released the whole freaking roster. <laughs> I just don't get it. It is too much, too much TV. MVP on TV, too much. Don't like it. Um, but why are but you promoting... they have to
0: go somewhere with it. You know what it's I'm saying? True. Because he brought in two guys to face um, Cedric Alexander. Two fly crew. Yeah, right? <laughs> to face Cedric Alexander and Ricochet. So let's let's just see where they're going with it. You know? I,
1: yeah, I like that. But why were you doing MVP lounge? You get what I'm saying? No, no, no. I get it. I get it. They should have not had the MVP line. Right. Just Just have them guys cut their promos and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The lowest point for me was Lashley versus the jobber. Why is he fighting anybody? Do want to mention this, though. I love, I love, love, love that Zelina came at Charlie about Andrade and then (laughs) Garza Came in and was flirting with Charlie. (laughs) Love that. That I do appreciate. Um, Overall, though, I gave, and I do have to say, Viking Raiders promo, excellent. Mm -hmm. Excellent promo. Uh, We haven't heard them talk much. I think this was probably their best promo to date. Um, overall, I did give Raw 1.5, though. Not a lot of grades are there. Wow.
0: But um, I do have to say, though, as far as, you know, because everybody's wondering, you know, and I mentioned it earlier, you know, with Apollo Crews, you know, they give him a little push and they take it away. They're saying that he is legit hurt. So that's why they had to pull him.
1: Okay. So somebody's taking his place. Um, probably. Gender, be, maybe? That would be good. Gender. Oh, my God. Gender tries to cash in on mm-hmm. uh, Drew.
0: That would be good. Ooh. Wee. That would be good, yeah.
1: All right, NXT POV. model <laughs> Uh, for me, the highest point was uh, I gave it to Swerve and uh, El Hijo de Fantasma. That, that was, was a great match. That was uh, a good match, Two point yeah. five. Uh, my lowest points. I had two low points. Uh, Lumbus defeating Shane Thorne. Mm. Uh, why is Shane Thorne losing if he's gonna be in the tag team? Yeah. On Raw.
0: That's true, yeah. Again, yep.
1: this is two different shows, but we're all watching the same thing. So it don't make sense. And uh, my other low point was Candice V DeV- Kat Catanzaro. I don't like Candice LeRae. She's
0: not <laughs> now, you don't like her, her as a heel bad. or do you don't like her period?
1: I don't like her period. Well, I, <laughs> uh, I don't like her. Her period, It's uh, that's her personal issues. But I don't like her at all. And I don't like her being a heel. So it just doesn't work for me. Um, I do have to mention uh, it's weird that Maverick defeated Nice. Why didn't he win the first matchup? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like he should have won coming off the release, but I don't know. That's just weird to me. So overall, I did give NXT a one point six.
0: Wow. What did you give wow! NXT? Well, for me, the highest point was Damien Priest versus Keith Lee. This honestly, this match would have been a lot higher if Damien Damien. Not Damian Priest. Uh, Keith Lee. What is going on with him? Every week is something bad.
1: I want to blame you. (laughs) You became a fan of him. (laughs) All
0: right. You know what? I'm not a fan anymore. Now, I mean, (laughs) during (laughs) during the match, when it was almost over, he's like, whatever the fuck he said, you know, trying to take a line off of Thanos. And I'm like, during the match? Now, Listen. At a live show, nobody would hear you say that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So why are you going to do it now? Um, this match had a lot of potential. Damian Priest, though, my side note, he's looking more comfortable in that ring. Every yeah, So give him more TV time. Let him get even more. Con- let him show you what he can really do. In this match, he showed what he can do. Show him more so he can really show you what he can do. The lowest point for me was the Matt Riddle segment. What the fuck was all that about? Bro. You know? <laughs> bruh. You know, I agree with you with Candice Lloyd, but this this segment with Matt Riddle was just horrendous. It was atrocious. It was bad. It was terrible. You know, it was insubordinate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> it was insubordinate. Uh new word for the wrestling POV crew. Um yeah. But overall though, I gave NXT a one point nine two this week.
1: Wow. Um it's time for AEW. Um don't mean. We don't have a good we don't have a good thing for AEW. No, we don't. Say AEW Darn 'em <laughs>
0: or AEW um, Root Beer. Wait, what?
1: <laughs> 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 um, for me, there was two uh, moments, and I guess it was the the, the first, the beginning, and the end. Uh, Cody defeating Darby mm-hmm. Allen. That was a good match. Just way too long. Five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way too long. Um, and they've been doing that a lot lately mm-hmm. um, with this whole time limit thing. Um, and then Archer defeating Dustin, I gave it 2.5. So uh, is that the end of Dustin Rhodes? It could be. Um, and my lowest point why is Brody Lee fighting Marco Stunt? I gave that a 0. 0.5. Marco Stunt should really be in the, the bracket. For carpenters, because the guy gets his ass kicked. But these, they really want to make this guy seem like he's a, a real wrestler. Yeah, I'm sorry, and, and I'm gonna say this. And you, anybody out there, want to give me shit? If you're the size of Marco Stunt, come at me. If you're bigger, <laughs> I'll, I'll stay on my side of the microphone. But at the end of the day, Marco Stunt is. I mean, I took a crap bigger than him the other day. Uh, I and I remember once upon a time, wrestling POV Global. TJ Logan hates Marco Stunt. And he hate like they and Elio Canelo, they hate him. They in the beginning of their show when they first started, that's all they talked about is how much they hate Marco Stunt. And now he's on AEW and he started to work a nerve of mine. Why is he on TV? He is not considered. You know what? He's a carpenter. He's a carpenter. (laughs) He he is He could be. One of the greatest carpenters of all time. <laughs> but the thing is about a carpenter is it has to be believable. Yeah. You have to have some kind of size to you yeah. that you can actually win. Marco Stunt, I'm sorry, you don't have the size that makes me believe that you can actually win a match. Right. Like you said with Special Delivery Jones, he's like, well, I want to get the next one. I want to get the because yeah. you actually thought he could
0: do it. Yeah, exactly.
1: You 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 believed in it. You look at Marco Stunt, and you're just like, this is not believable. <laughs> you're not believable it's to win true. anything it is true. so that is my lowest point for AEW overall I gave AEW
0: a 1.5 wow wow. for me there was two high point well three that had twos um, but I would have to give it to I think the Lance Archer versus Dustin Rhodes um, That had, like I said they had three twos that one was a two also but I think that one stood out more than the other two did um, exactly. I, what's gonna happen with Dustin now? He did say if he's not gonna win, he's not gonna wrestle no more. You know what I'm saying? But not only that, um, and, and AEW. I'm sorry, they're they're starting to fall behind. Is is the simple fact that this was so predictable that the finals was gonna be Lance Archer and Cody? You yeah, know what I'm saying? I it. And, I said and, it from and, the beginning. You know, the thing of it is, is is that you know, here we go again with Cody putting himself over. You know what I'm saying, but it's you know it's funny because people talk about Triple H, you know, or or you know what WWE does, and but they're not calling this out. You know what I'm saying? The guy owns AEW, and he's been on just about every main event, every freaking episode of AEW. You know, I'm surprised the Young Bucks haven't been there, but hey, they're probably like, no, nah, we're not going to work during this thing. Hey, that's on them. But <clears throat> regardless. The guys that own the company, at least one of them is there. I would love to see an AEW show with not one single one of them is on it. You know what I'm saying? Cody is pushing himself to no end. Now, let me ask you a question, Rick. Do you really think that Cody would be on this level in WWE and get this much TV time?
1: No, no absolutely not. No, he no, wouldn't.
0: Wait. He wouldn't. He wouldn't, you know? And it's not no. that WWE doesn't know how to book him, you know? I mean, is Cody really that good to be putting himself over like that?
1: No, and the way I'm looking at it, and, I, and it just came to me, I predicted Lance Archer to win this. Yeah. I honestly think Cody's going to win now. Why? Because Cody hasn't won pay-per-views. No. Cody hasn't won matches. He he builds these stories but ends up losing Right. at the end of the day. So I think this is the one where he wins. And can you actually see a title on Lance Archer? I don't see a title on Lance Mm -hmm. Archer. So I think Cody ends up winning the title. So Uh, that's going to be a huge blow to Lance Archer. Yeah.
0: Uh, Now, do you think – wait, is that match next week? I don't know. I think so. possible. Well, it is. I'm I'm interested to see, too, what the uh, title will look like on there. That's true. You know, that's going to be interesting. Um, But, yeah, no, um, that was the highest point. The lowest – of course, it was uh, Brody Lee versus Marco Stunt. I gave it a 1. And I was being nice. Uh, yeah, you were. Very nice. <laughs> um, the overall, I gave AEW a 1.43. Wow. Yeah, pretty low. Hey,
1: you know what? I do have to say this about AEW, uh, about Dustin Rhodes in particular. He he has to stop going back and forth on it. Do you like Goldust or do you not like Goldust? Because once upon a time, you were the Goldust character. You got it over You got huge. it over. Then you left. You said how much you hated it. Yeah. And then you came back as Goldust. <laughs> got it over again. Mm-hmm. Then you went back. Now you're in AEW and you're saying that you don't miss the, the Goldust character. Now I'm not saying you have to miss it or anything. But why are you making these comments? Yeah.
0: But, but not only like, that, though. He still dresses like he is still Goldust. Yeah. You know? I mean, with the whole full suit spandex or whatever, you know? Yeah. He's still dressing somewhat like him. You know, and and what is it with the half paint? I don't like that. I h- always hated uh, that.
1: Yeah. I've
0: always always hated that. I'm like, is, "Now you're being lazy." You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I you know, I I think when the Usos did it, I get it because they're twins, so one has the other half, you know. I get that. But, you know, like Dustin does it, um Darby Allin does it, it's like I I hate that. I it's just, do the whole fucking thing, Jesus Christ. So
1: All right. No, I hear Uh, you. Moving on to the SmackDown breakdown. Uh, SmackDown was terrible, guys. Uh, The the biggest, the highest point of the game was a 2.5 to the Forgotten Sons defeating the New Day. But we don't know what this is going to lead to. It's going to lead to another triple threat tag team. Or it's going to lead to the Forgotten Sons losing to the New Day because of Miz and and Morrison. Yeah. I don't know. But I don't want to see it. Um Lowest point for me: Sheamus defeating a, another carpenter, a jobber. It's just not good. Leon Ruff. We, and I told you, I told you that it was leading to yeah, uh, Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy, and that's exactly uh, where it's going to go. Um, honorable mentions: Bray Wyatt started to lose it, guys. I didn't like that segment at all. Yeah. That Bray and Braun. Um, it's hard to get anything out of Braun, but Bray wasn't any better. Uh, overall, I get smacked out a 1.4. Absolutely wow. terrible.
0: Wow. Shot. Uh, you know, I agree with you. There's only one thing that stood out, and I gave it a 2.5, and, and that was the New Day versus the Forgotten Sons. A lot of excitement in there, but again, you know, having the Forgotten Sons win, I think, is the right call. But like you said, we all know where this is leading to. Uh, the two lowest points was Sheamus versus Leon Ruff and that Braun Strowman pro. It was just horrible. For me, my side notes, they wasted 10 minutes with that horrendous promo by Daniel Bryan and, and Baron Corbin. Oh, it was And the terrible. overall segment was a half an hour. Yeah. They wasted a I half bet. an hour on that segment alone. It's like, no, what what? You really got you guys really did this for a half hour? Wasted it was a total waste of time. Overall, I gave SmackDown a 1.58. Wow.
1: Very bad. Um We, uh, the Wednesday Night Delight, we have AEW versus NXT. I have to say that, uh, right now, AEW is down 17 to 9, uh, for NXT. Um, and I, for me, I have to say, NXT was the better show. Um, Anthony Liberating went with AEW, uh, Leo and TJ went with NXT. So NXT will get 17 and will get 18. But what's your take on it?
0: Yeah, I would go with NXT. I think NXT was just a little bit better. You know? I mean... Yeah. The, the Yeah. 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 No, I'll go with NXT.
1: All right. And then currently, Raw is ahead 2-1 to one on uh, NXT and, uh, and uh, SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do have NXT with more points by point 0.1 but it was 1.6 to 1.5 but honestly I have to go with Raw for me Raw was a better overall show uh, I would rather sit down and watch uh, a match between uh, Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot than Candice <laughs> LeRae and Cat Nazaro I thought they Jimmy released Cat I
0: thought so, too, but she was there. Oh, well, okay,
1: yeah, sure. Uh, I'd rather have Mahal versus uh, Tazawa than Loomis versus Thorn. True. So, for me, I went with Raw this week.
0: No, I, I agree with you, and the one thing we did forget was that one segment on Raw with Asuka, Nia Jackson, and Shayna Baszler. They yeah, were like, really you know what? They were out there to kill each other, and I, was, yeah. I, I wasn't lost with it, but I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? These guys are at it you know so you know that's one thing we forgot to mention and uh no i agree with you uh for me NXT was good but it was just a little bit down the middle kind of staying and what ruined it honestly it was a good match with damien priest and keith lee and keith lee had to make that comment i am insubordinate <laughs> In and churlish <laughs> That's what he was.
1: All right. So, <laughs> Roy's going to go ahead. Three to one to one. All right. Our next match. Well, let's go to round four of our tournament. We have our final four. We have uh, Barry Horowitz going up against the Genius. Tony, who's moving on?
0: Barry Har. Har- I- I'll go with Barry Horowitz, man, over the All Genius. Right. because And the reason why is because, you know, Barry Horowitz did more... As far as getting talent over than the genius did. Um, with with Lanny Poffo leaping Lanny, um, he did give you somewhat of a hope. But I think, you know, there was times where, you know, I think he was over more so. That people yeah. didn't care if he lost or won. You know what I'm saying? With Barry Horowitz, you saw him getting talent over. Even though he lost, he still maintained that character of... I still don't like you. <laughs> so I go yeah. with Barry O. I mean, Barry O. For, Barry Horowitz.
1: For me, I absolutely love the genius. I thought his promos were epic. I thought they were so good. Um You love to hate him. He did cart. It was very like annoying,
0: that. his yeah. his promos. And yeah. that's what got him over, was that the fact that yeah, exactly. he was annoying. Yeah, he I agree.
1: Cut, I thought he caught great promos, and... You wanted to see him lose, which I thought, which I think is what gets wrestlers over a lot. Yeah. Too. Yep. Is you want to see the other guy lose that bad. Like, you don't care who wins. Um, as long as he loses. Um, this is a tough one. Listen, it is. Like, Barry Horowitz is iconic. And he gave you hope when he would pat himself on the back. Um, you know what? Oof. Uh, I'm going to go with Barry Horowitz as much <laughs> as I want. I really want the genius because I, I just really like them a lot. But I'm going to go with Barry Horowitz. Yeah. So Barry Horowitz is in the finals. And it's down to Iron Mike Sharp versus the Brooklyn Brawler. Mm. Uh, it's on you. Yeah, this, me, and I'm this too. is a hard one. Yeah, I mean, Mike Sharp. Uh, <laughs> I felt like everybody knew this was going to come down to these three guys. Pro- yeah. Um. I got to go. I, you know what? This, I'll make it simple. I'm from Brooklyn. I'm going with the Brooklyn brawler.
0: That's
1: the way I look at it. Um. And before you continue, uh huh. TJ Logan went with Iron Mike Sharp.
0: Wow. Because he's from Canada. He's from Canada. So. Well. <laughs> All right. Um. Hmm. You know what? I'm from the Bronx. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. This one is very very difficult. Um. Hmm. Uh, You know what? I'm going to – I'll go with Brooklyn Brawler. I'll go with the Brooklyn Brawler.
1: So our finals are set. I mean, is this shocking to anyone? Barry Horowitz versus the Brooklyn Brawler. (laughs) We will come back to our finals after we finish with
0: the book. The Libro. That's right. So anybody that's new to the show, what we do is uh, we put the most subordinate, insubordinate things (laughs) (laughs) – You have yeah, one slide. You have one word and you messed <laughs> it up. I fucked it up. Uh, we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling and uh, we just get a laugh out of it. And sometimes it's those things that happens all the time that we still want to talk about and say, hey, you know what, they stopped doing that. Or hey, they keep doing it, leaving them in motherfucker. But we make fun of them, though. That's the whole purpose of it. So uh, the one we have oh, the one. We got more than one. Uh, Dominican Usos. Stace. Uh, Sam Roberts, go Fuck yourself. Go Yo, fuck yourself. Stays. <laughs> Kofi's Goldilocks. They, they look horrendous. Stays. Keith right. Lee's salutations chin straps.
1: Stays. Stays.
0: Prince Sammy Castro.
1: You know what? Take him out. You don't want to go on TV. <laughs> you're out. <laughs> but I, I like that whole thing. though. that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, he comes back.
0: Uh, damn. All right, Garza's cousin Speedos. Still yeah, he still got him on.
1: Yeah, he's still got.
0: Alistair Black's hairy nipples. <laughs> Stay. Samoa Joe's dope he came back. He's back. He's back. So should take we him out. take him out?
1: All right. Yeah. He's
0: lucky. He's lucky. I'd rather see him in the ring though than commentary. Of course. AEW fanboys times two.
1: Days, guys. You can't defend Cody B I I know, right?
0: Paul Heyman's hair spot. Ooh. Let's wait until he comes he's... back. He might, right. he might be a lifer. He might be a lifer. Jerry's jokes. Whew days. <laughs> Liv Morgan's cage wedging. Hey. She did Day. beat Ruby Riot again. That's true. Uh Becky's chappy list. Now, you know what? Speaking of Becky. I mean that first of all, that's staying in. And along with her <laughs> Becky's peanut butter mouth. You know, a lot of people talk shit. And we were just talking about um Sami Zayn not defending the belt. Neither is Becky. Yeah. The last time she defended that belt was WrestleMania. And we're looking at what, over a month ago? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um now tell me, I mean, how is that fair? You know?
1: Yeah, and you know, and that's the thing that I don't like. It's like you're like she doesn't necessarily have to defend it, but at least have a match or have another story brewing. Mm-hmm. Because money in the bank doesn't mean you have a match against that winner. That winner right. gets to cash in whatever they want. Yeah. So why are we not developing a story here?
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: So that, yeah, you're right. It makes no sense that she's not
0: absolutely creating
1: a story. No. She's calling people out. Yeah. The the, the, two weeks ago, (laughs) but nobody came out.
0: Nobody came out. But but the thing of it is, is that, you know, we've been talking about this, I say, for the past couple months, is that she's losing her mojo. That's that whole. whole, She
1: keeps winning at the end of the day.
0: And it sucks. It's like, you know what? Becky needs to take a break. She needs a break. Um, Coronavirus stays Stays Yeah, almost done with it. Uh, Ronda Rousey's bitch ass.
1: Stays.
0: (laughs) Definitely, definitely stays. May
1: please have your attention. The store will be closing in five minutes. All right, so with that being said, it is the finals of the Carpenters of Wrestling, and we have Barry Horowitz versus the Brooklyn Brawler.
0: Hmm. This one's definitely, definitely hard. This one's a tough one. But you know what? I I got nothing against it. Um, This is a good finals. This is a good finals. Um, I have to give the the edge to Barry Horowitz, though. Yeah. Yeah. I have to give it to Barry Horowitz because, I mean, now the Brooklyn Brawler, he definitely deserves to win it, too. I'm not going to take that out of it. You know, he definitely deserves to win it. But I think he was more successful uh, than Barry Horowitz was. Um, the whole idea of this tournament was the guys that are in it are the ones that were able to get guys over and still try to get yourself somewhat over too. And I think Barry Horowitz did that. You know, I'm not saying the Brooklyn Brawler didn't, you know, he had some different characters and, you know, but I think. The attention was more so on Barry Horowitz than it was on the Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah. So I I give it to that.
1: For me, the way I look at it is uh, Barry Horowitz was a fixture as a jobber. You know, he was the guy that never won. Yeah. Uh, He uh, and that's who he was from beginning to end. Brooklyn Brawler was Brooklyn Brawler. Mm -hmm. Steve Lombardi. He was Doink. He was several other things, but his most iconic is the Brooklyn Brawler. Right. Um, that being said, Barry Horowitz was just always Barry Horowitz <laughs> and to this day. Yeah, he's just this Jewish guy yep. <laughs> who who just doesn't win. You got the handprint T-shirt and um, and
0: you know so, what? Speaking of that, he's probably one of the few carpenters with their own T-shirt like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. And, and with that being said, our winner of the Carpenters of Wrestling. Is Mr. Barry Horowitz? <laughs> everybody, give yourself a pat on the give back. Give yourself
0: a pat on the back.
1: <laughs> Barry Horowitz is crowned the Carpenter of Wrestling Tournament Champion. You want something, Barry? <laughs> Finally.
0: <laughs> you know what, though? That's a good decision. I think the 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 right. This was the right call. I mean, everybody in their own right minds. You know, they were they were all pretty good. They all definitely deserve to be. And I know we're missing a lot. I know that. Yeah. I'm not dumb. We're not dumb. We know. But I think these are the guys that.
1: It's different guy. You haven't that.
0: fucking talked all episode. Now you want to chime in?
1: <laughs>
0: Son of a bitch. But I think it's just the fact of, of you know, these were the guys that always stood out. You know, we know we're missing some. We know that. We know, because I'm waiting for the damn comments on this one. But (laughs) I I don't disagree with this finals.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this was, I mean, if we was to ever do it again, we should have, Left side is Barry Horowitz's division versus right. Brooklyn Brawler's division because that's that's what it is yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. When you think of jobbers or carpenters, you think of Brooklyn Brawler yeah. and Barry Horowitz for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I'm I, I'm pretty confident a lot of people would agree. So.
1: Yeah, and, and TJ Logan also had... Uh, Barry Horowitz winning it all. Really? At the end of the day, yeah.
0: Holy shit. Well, there you go. His
1: finals, His finals, however, was Mike Sharp versus oh. Barry Horowitz. Well, yeah, because he's Canadian. Yeah.
0: Alright, so I think that's it for the show. Uh, yeah. We'll have some more stuff next week. Uh, Money in the Bank. Money in the yeah. Bank we have. Um, and it's going to be interesting. And you did hear on Raw, and I think SmackDown too, they mentioned it, that both women and the men are going to happen at the same time.
1: <laughs> Listen, man. I don't know how they're doing this. Uh,
0: happening at the same time. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, this is going to be done in a cinematic way. Um, yeah. We all know that. But um, I rather, I don't know. I, me right now, I think they should do it separately. Um Of course. But we'll see how they do it. They might knock it out the park. Who knows?
1: I mean, Kevin Kevin Dunn.
0: <laughs> Kevin Dunn? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ christ
1: if kevin does behind the camera you know it's gonna be it, great
0: yeah yeah <laughs> sure why not all right that's it for the show we'll be back next week uh i will play a song off my playlist and that's just how we ride off into the sunset until next week and we'll give you more content we'll give you our predictions for the money in the bank pay-per-view uh of our winners and losers and um yeah, if you guys got any suggestions on what you want to talk about or you want us to talk about it, throw it on our Facebook page and uh, we'll talk about it on the show. So, uh, with that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the third wheel. Rich Reynolds, the third and our intern.
1: D-K-L-P-O-A-D-O.
0: And All right, love peace and wrestling. We'll see y'all
1: next week. Mazel tov. <laughs> Here we go.
0: Flash yeah. He should have been in this tournament. Hold on, we got. Yeah. Right, here's another one. Hold on.
1: Who's this? You know. Kofi? yes yeah. <laughs> so nice. Oh, God. From <laughs> <Boop>, the <boop,
0: boop. laughs> <laughs> clock. Oh wait, he lost his accent.
1: <laughs> you know, did Barry Harwood even have music? Did any of these jobbers have music? They're always I don't think right. so.
0: I don't <laughs> think so. You <laughs> <laughs> don't know the rights. You know all the
1: rights.
0: <laughs> I heard they're breaking new day up again. That rumor's starting to come uh. about. Yeah. We'll see.